0: And welcome to another edition of what I affectionately call In My Opinion. I get a lot of questions about, especially from people starting out, how they should start and if they should go to culinary school. And if so, what culinary school should they go to? It's been interesting being involved with the podcast now for a few months and interviewing some incredible individuals the diverse backgrounds that we've heard from and the heights that some people have been able to ascend to in their careers without necessarily going down traditional routes. And it's given me an opportunity to reflect and think about if I was to start over today and if I was to go into this business right now, how would I do it? What would be the best way to go about that? And so... The more I've thought about it, um, and the more I've talked to people, I figured that now is a, is as good a time as any to kind of put out there how I would get going in this business if I was to start today. Now I have to say, <clears throat> I'm slightly biased because I do favor the vocational schools, but I also want to explain why that's the case, because there is a reason behind it, and it comes down to what this podcast is all about, money, business, money, food service. There is a definite perception out there that by going to culinary school, that somehow you are going to have things line up for you. where you're going to get a Food Network show or to where you're going to be able to be the next top chef or whatever it might be. And that's just not the case. So let let me tell you the world as it really is versus maybe what you think it is. Now, you've heard in some of our other interviews, some of our guests have gone again to great heights in their career. And have been able to do a lot of really good things and and get into some very incredible positions. But they've also started out a lot like I did in a vocational school, in a trade school. You might remember my story. I started in a trade college while I was in high school. But I also got paid while I was there because I was working and my instructors found a way for me to do that. But you also might remember Chef Michael Roddy. Went into vocational training for food service. Chef Michael is now the corporate chef for Nom Nom Now, the company that does pet food and has taken some pretty big chances in his career and has had some great successes. You also might remember my good friend Jim Lund. I went to a, a regional vocational school. It was a, a two-year program that was not just uh, culinary. It was also chef management, front of the house, and business operations. If you remember from the show, Jim actually started out wanting to be an architect and going to a traditional university for architectural school and then changing his major into computer science. Or there's my good friend, Tim Murray. Uh, I wound up going to high school for, for culinary and four of them as Diamond Regional Vocational Technical High School. Chef Tim is now the vice president of Irinox North America, a multi-million dollar company and has been able to, again, send to different heights in his career in different positions. But it all started with the foundation that he got in vocational school. Now... Am I saying that vocational schools are the only way to go? No, absolutely not. You might also remember that some of our past guests have been alumni of Johnson & Wales, a very prestigious culinary school, and they got a great foundation there and have been able to ascend to heights in their careers, probably greater than they had ever imagined as well. Now, here's what I am saying. I'm saying, let's look at the numbers. Let's look at this from a business perspective and try to make a decision on what the next 10 to 15 years or even 20 years is going to look like after we start, after we decide how we're going to move forward. If I choose to go to, say, the CIA, the Culinary Institute of America, or Johnson & Wales, the reality is, the cost there is significantly higher than it is if I go to a traditional vocational school. I'm looking at anywhere between probably fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars a semester, or for an associate's degree, which is comparable to what uh, we would be earning in some of the vocational colleges. We're we're looking at sixty five thousand dollars in possible student loan debt. Now, what does student loan debt look like? Because a lot of times we we think well we're going to have to go into debt somehow. We're going to have to we're going to have to take out money, we're going to have to borrow money. It's just the reality of the world that we live in. Maybe our parents can't pay for it. Mine couldn't. And so maybe there's a lot of opportunities out there that That you know I can either work and pay it off as I go which is challenging and and requires a lot more time to get it done or I take the money out. I get the education and then I go work in the industry and bake make the the buku bucks well if I if I'm taking out a $65,000 loan at say 5% interest over 10 years going to end up paying about $700 a month and that what does that look like that looks like oh somewhere in the neighborhood of $17,000 in interest which is not a little amount now say for a second I want to lower that payment and maybe I only want to pay oh say a little over $400 a month so I Take that term out to 20 years, and again, at 5% interest. Now I'm paying almost double the interest. I'm paying $38,000 in interest over 20 years instead of 10. And I that brings my total degree to just over $100,000 versus if I had paid it off in 10 years, I'd still be just a little over $80,000. So you can see that the challenge in taking out all this money is that I have to pay it back. And I think a lot of people, especially in some of the for-profit institutions, have come to a realization of how challenging that is. I know what a lot of the for-profit institutions told students because I was an instructor there, and they told me what they told them. You know, that you were going to get out and you were going to make 80000 $90,000 a year straight out of school. That's not the reality of things. If you look at what managers at some of the higher-end restaurants in the country make, say the French Laundry, you're probably looking at fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 a year. You're not looking at $80,000, $90,000 at arguably one of the best institutions in the country, something that a lot of people are shooting to, to go for. And the reality is with all the graduates out there, everybody's vying for similar jobs and, and so there's a lot of competition out there, which means that you're not always guaranteed the, the highest position. So if you're not making enough money to be able to pay back these student loans, you know, is it really worth living almost destitute just so you can make these loan payments on time for the next 10 to 20 years while you, while you work through this? You know, $700 a month is not a small amount of money, especially if you're only making $50,000 a year. Now, let's compare that to some of these vocational schools. Now, I will, I will say this, that these vocational schools are not necessarily on the same level as the CIA or Johnson and Wales. There are a lot more opportunities afforded to graduates of those programs uh, generally speaking, than there is to people who, vo- who graduate from local vocational or technical colleges. But a lot of it is what you make of it. Because as an individual, you have the opportunity to network, you have the opportunity to go out there and make a name for yourself, independent of whatever education or whatever level of education that you get. The kitchen is still a brigade system. You still have to be able to start at the bottom and work your way up in many aspects. There is a misconception that once you graduate from, from culinary school or chef school, that somehow you're a chef. And that's just not the case. That's a, the, the term chef or the, the title chef is gained and and is almost given to you after years of hard work and dedication and sacrifice, not something that you just assume once you're handed a piece of paper. So keep those things in mind when we talk about our vocational education. Now, vocational education is generally local, and it definitely depends on where you're at in the country. But on the East Coast, you're generally going to spend more money. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area, you're probably close to $20,000 for uh, a culinary program out there. But if you contrast that with some of the other states, more the mid-range area, you're going to be seven dollars to $8,000 in the Texas and California areas. And you could be as low as $3,000 for your education in states like New Mexico and Delaware and even Utah. So what is the advantage to this? The advantage to this is obviously monetary. That's a big part of it. A big part of it is being able to get the skills that you need to start out and get going in the business that a lot of people don't last in. The last thing that you want to do is go spend 65, dollars $100,000 on an education that eventually you end up walking away from in an industry that maybe you don't have staying power for maybe, maybe your level of passion and dedication does not mirror what the sacrifice and necessitates what this industry necessitates is a lot of sacrifice and a lot of passion. And if you don't have that staying power, it's hard to know if you have that or not simply by getting a degree and getting into it. So the last thing you want to do is not have any experience and not have any knowledge about this, this industry and go spend all this money and then end up stepping out of it and not being able to use this. With a vocational education, you're able to get some, some basic skills, some basic knowledge, a certificate of completion, a diploma, whatever whatever that institution may offer and you're able to start in the industry and see if this is really what you want to do. Now, with that education, you have the potential, you, you have a perception of value to employers that you have spent time dedicating yourself to a craft and you've earned something that shows that you're dedicated, but you're not breaking the bank to do it. So, in my opinion... If you're going to start out in this business, vocational school is a great way to do it. There are a lot of people, and we've interviewed some of them, who have decided that down the road that the skills and knowledge they gained in culinary school weren't sufficient to get them to the next level. At that point, maybe they went back to a traditional culinary school, or a more expensive culinary school, and they gained what they needed to gain. but. The point is, they got into it knowing that they were going to stay in the industry, knowing what it took, and knowing what sacrifices they were going to make. They didn't go into it blindly. And they had a good foundation. So, in my opinion, if you're starting out, start with vocational colleges. See if you like what this industry is. See all the different aspects of it without breaking the bank, without Tying yourself to a $700 or $400 or whatever a month payment it might be that's going to end up weighing you down for potentially little upside. Now, the nice thing about the hospitality industry right now in 2018, at this point in time when I'm speaking to you, there is a far greater demand than there is supply. That's why we see companies. Like McDonald's, or fast food in general, going to average averages of nine, ten dollars an hour. I mean, those those starting wages are way above anything that I could have imagined when I got in this business. But just keep in mind that it's still hard work. It still requires sacrifice and dedication, just like anything else. But if you can start out, And have that basic education and gain the understanding and knowledge as you work in the industry and as you see what's available, then you can tailor your additional education and your additional experience to what you want to do without breaking the bank, without tying yourself to an anchor or a weight that's going to end up either giving you a bad perception or a bad taste in your mouth of the industry or is going to make it so that you can't continue on and you end up having to go back and getting a computer science degree or something of that nature that maybe has a little bit more earning potential. This has been my opinion and I'm interested to hear yours. Hey, thanks for sticking around. If you have any questions about today's show or anything you'd like to share with me or our staff here at Business Chef, go ahead and email us, info at and I look forward to hearing from you.